0: Hi, I'm Joseph McClendon III, and welcome to the Cure for the Common Life podcast. Listen, you know as well as I do that motivation, empowerment, and inspirational stories, they're all well and good, but that's not what keeps us going. That's not what's going to change your life, and that's not what's going to move the needle in your health, your wealth, your happiness, your abundance, or your ability to be able to help other people and make a difference. What keeps us going, what produces results in our lives is activity, not action, activity. And when you can get yourself past the things that stop you and hold you back, that's when you'll thrive and that's when you'll crush it. And I humbly offer you these tools and strategies to kick your own ass and make the changes so that you can thrive. But most of all, I'm going to give you something every single time that you can do to create a change in yourself. Life is exactly what you dare to make it, and fortune favors the bold, baby. So if you're ready, let's bold. hello and welcome again. Welcome back to The Cure for the Common Life. I'm Joseph McClendon III, and on this session, I'm actually going to be a little bit of a repeat of something that I did before. I'm just going to call it Back by Popular Demand, (laughs) and I'm doing that because of something that I did on Instagram just a few days ago that I actually repeated on Instagram from a while ago, and I got so many requests and a lot of questions on it about uh, how this works that I'm going to talk about and the good that it does, and then how you can capitalize on it as well. And so if you've heard this before, hear it again anew for the first time, as well as if you've heard it before, you know how I roll. This is the cure for the common life. That means that the average person, the common person out there, good or bad, won't have the information and the knowledge that you have to go further faster. So I put it upon you, (laughs) if I may to spread the good news and share uh, this with everybody else, as many people as you possibly can, at the very least, your family and your friends. And so I'm going to start off by telling you a real quick story, let you know the origin of what brought me to this thought process that I go through and uh, this mechanism that I use to create more energy and, and mental clarity and sleep better and immune system and all those things. And I know that sounds like a lot, but it's true. And so... The year was nineteen. It isn't funny anytime we say nineteen anything anymore. It sounds ancient. And, and by the way, let me let me start off by saying that if you're listening to this, and I always say this, five, ten years down the road, and especially on this one, I'm going to leave a link at the end, and it's probably going to be only active for about two weeks. When I say active the opportunity that you're going to be able to have at the end of this. But otherwise, the link will still, um, I'm assuming, will still be going through, and you can still go there and get the information and get the product that I'm going to talk to you about. Second thing is, this product does not endorse me. They're not sponsoring me. It's just a product that I use, and I want to share it with you. And so the year was, uh, I'm going to assume, it was about 1995, no, no, no. I remember it was 1994, to be exact, right around January the 17th, 1994. And the reason I know that date was because that was the night of the great Los Angeles earthquake. And I was in it. I had a actually had two condos in two different buildings. One I was living in and the other one I rented out. And after a series of events that evening... I woke up in the middle of the night. I woke up at, uh, I think it was about 4.30 in the morning, to a loud bang, a shaking, and the earthquake was happening, and it literally threw me. I was asleep on my uh, futon. Yes, I had a futon back in the day. By the way, I, I was I was to leave to go to a, a seminar, to work at a seminar called The Date with Destiny with Tony Robbins the next morning. I think my flight was to leave at about 8 or 8.30 in the morning, so as normal, I had packed my bags before I and sat them by the door so that all I had to do was get up, take a shower, and roll on out of there. And so the earthquake happened, and it threw me across the room, about probably 10, 15 feet across the room. And I slammed into, if you remember back in the olden days, we used to have these big, tall, all the way to the ceiling, entertainment centers where Uh, your stereo was and your stereo speakers and the television. Well, that thing fell over on top of me. When it did, it crushed, it it hit me in the rib cage and I felt it knock the wind out of me. And I was terrified, by the way, because there was all this noise and you could even hear people screaming and everything. And I got up, finally pulled myself out from underneath there. Now, all that I'm saying probably all happened in you know, 20, 30 seconds, but, you know, it seemed like a really long time when it went by. As they say, time passes slowly uh, when you're getting ready to die. And I thought I was. I thought that was the end because it was shaking so bad, I knew that the building was going to come down on me. Now, I was on the bottom floor and above me, there were three stories above me. So imagine being woken up out of a dead sleep to this kind of chaos. I pulled myself off from underneath it and then I went to the front door and I tried to open the front door, but the front door wouldn't open because it was jammed. I stood there for a second. I couldn't breathe. And I felt like something was broken inside of me. So I stepped to the side and I had a big sliding glass door that led out to the patio where the, the swimming pool was. And I was hammered on, do- on the window trying to break the window, but it wouldn't break. And then finally, the earthquake broke the window for me. And if you know anything about that kind of glass, it doesn't break in shards. It breaks into little bitty pieces, kind of like windshield wiper glass. And it broke. And I stepped through. And as soon as I stepped through, a big wave, now this was January. And even in, in California, it's it's freezing cold in the wintertime. A, uh, a big wave <laughs> of water from the swimming pool came and soaked me. And it snapped me out of it. It woke me up. And I got outside. I ran out into the middle of the pool and uh, it was terrifying because I could hear. And it was a condo complex, by the way. There was my condo and there was lots of, you know, big, tall buildings all around. All electricity was gone. It was pitch black and I could hear people screaming. It stopped. It finally stopped. And so you're, everybody's now piling out of the, out of the buildings into the streets and everything. And everybody's wondering what to do. Now something was happening to me. And that was, I couldn't breathe because that thing landed on my chest. I couldn't breathe and I couldn't catch my breath. And I remember sitting there feeling like I was going to die. And I finally caught my breath and I stood up and I started to get my senses about me. And I started to realize that, you know what, this is not the place to be. I knew it was an earthquake. And then by the way, every 10 or 15 minutes, another aftershock would come on. And you wouldn't know how long it was going to last. And you didn't know how severe it was going to be. And it all, all of them felt like every single time it was the same one starting all over again, the screaming and everything. And so this happened like three or four times. And I was in the middle of the street with everybody else. And there were thousands of people in the street. And so I got my wits about me. And I thought, you know what? I need to get the hell up out of here. And so there was no electricity. And the condo complex that I live in had an electric gate that was opened by, uh, you know, you had a uh, transponder that would open up and you'd, it would let you in. Well, the gate wasn't working. And so I went into my, what was left of my home, and I took out everything that I I thought was of value. All my photos, you know, family photos, musical instruments, everything that I could, I took it out, and I went down into the parking garage underneath, and I put everything in my car. And then I drove the car out to the gate. Now, the gate was closed. And um, I sat there, and I waited, and I thought, well, this thing isn't going to work. And I had some tools, so... I went and I took the chain. Uh, it had like a bicycle chain that would open up the gate. And I took it off and I pulled the the uh, gate, manually open it, and I drove out. And I will never forget this. As I'm driving through the crowd, it was really heartbreaking to look at people because most everybody else's car was still trapped. They couldn't get out. And I slowly drove out and then it even got scarier. And by the way, all the time I couldn't breathe. I'm, I could not breathe. So... I drove out, and then I got to the street, and it got even scarier because there were no traffic lights. When I say no electricity, I mean no electricity. It was pitch black. And there were already a couple of accidents where people were driving through the intersection, and somebody T-boned them, and that kind of thing. Well, I finally got out, and I made my way to LAX. By the way, I was in Los Angeles at the time. I made my way to the Los Angeles uh, airport. And I parked my car in one of the um, long-term parking lots. And I covered up everything. And by the way, uh, there was just barely room for me to sit in the driver's seat and look out the windshield. Everything else was just completely blocked with all of my stuff and in the trunk and everything. And fortunately, LAX was not closed. I got on the airplane and I flew to Aspen, Colorado, where the seminar was. Now, there's a reason why I'm telling you all this stuff, this long, this long buildup to all this stuff. Oh uh, when I got there and by the way I think it flew into Denver first and then from Denver, Denver I had to take another flight out and every place that I got I could breathe less and less my heart was pounding and I didn't know what was going on and by the way this was my very first time ever going to uh, to aspen I remember getting finally getting there and checking into the room and uh, the other people, my other friends and Tony and then had been there for a couple of days. I had come in from another seminar and I was, you know, I wasn't late, but I was showing up right at the day, the day before it started. And I remember talking to the, the receptionist and I said, I think I'm, I'm going to need to go to the hospital. And she said, why? And I go, I can't catch my breath. And she laughed at me and I go, what's so funny? And she goes, it's the altitude. And I go, what do you mean? And she goes, it's the altitude. We're, a, they call it the mile high city because it's a mile high up and the air is thinner. And I go, no, I, you know, I got that, but I, I still can't breathe. You know, this happened, the earthquake. And she goes, Oh, I heard about that and everything. And I still can't breathe. And she said, well, you know, relax. If you, th- if you feel like you really need to go, then that's fine, but just relax for a moment and uh, you'll be okay. And so I was sitting in the lobby and I looked up and here comes a friend of mine, somebody that I had previously known for probably a couple of years. And he was, uh, is a, a chiropractor of so, of sorts and a body worker. His name is Herbie Ross. And Herbie comes in, in the lobby, and he goes, Joseph, what's wrong? And I go, I can't catch my breath. And he goes, it's the altitude. And I go, oh, I know that, but, you know, this happened and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, okay, well, come on in. And so we go up to his room, and he does some body work on me, and and. uh What had happened was when that thing landed on me, apparently my uh, rib cage collapsed a bit and locked up my diaphragm. And that's why I couldn't get a breath. So he worked on me for a little while and I could breathe again. However, I had zero energy, no energy whatsoever. And he said, you need to get some rest and I'll see you downstairs in the room. And so I got some rest. Next morning I did. I, I walked up and I'll never forget this. I walked into the room, the seminar room, now all the people weren't there yet, but I walked into the seminar room and I felt like I was gonna collapse. I had to sit down because the because the energy was just zapped out of me. And I got up and I walked back out of the room and I remember feeling I had a little bit more energy. I walked back in the room, no energy. Walked out, more energy. I was still feeling terrible. And then, like magic, here comes Herbie again. And I go, Herbie, I don't know what's going on. I said, every time I go into that room, I have less energy. And Herbie says, it's the EMF. And I go, what do you mean by that? And he goes, well, we are trying out some new equipment or the, or the uh, AV, audiovisual people, Uh, Because it was a fairly large seminar, There's probably about a thousand people, and they were uh, trying out some new equipment. And he said, "This particular equipment puts out more EMF than normal, and given your condition, it's probably affecting you." And I go, "What am I going to do? I got to, I got to do this thing. I got to work here. I got to do this." And he goes, "Here," and he takes from around his neck this piece of plastic. It looks like a piece of plastic with a copper wire coil in the middle of it, and he puts it around my neck, and he says, "Come on, let's see how this works." And I walked in. And I mean, it wasn't radical, being honest with you, but I walked in and it was noticeable. I didn't, I didn't feel as bad. And I go, Herbie, what the hell is this thing? And he goes, it's called a Q-link. And I go, What's well, a Q-link. And he said, this shields you, this dissipates and even cancels out the negative EMF. EMF stands for electromagnetic frequencies. I'll talk about that here in a second. And I said, really, this is this is magic. And I says, "I go, where do I get one? He goes, you keep that one. I got other ones. And I go, are you serious? And he goes, yeah. And he gives it to me. And I wore the thing. And I have never taken it off, obviously, but I've had one on since then. Now, if you do the math, that's 25 years ago. Yeah, 25, actually a little more than 25 years ago that I've always worn one. And the reason I'm sharing this with you, Is because, you know, and if you don't follow me on Instagram, please follow me because I'm always dropping some truth bombs there and everything. I make a lot of videos. And if you're watching me now, if you're doing this, because this is going to be YouTube as well, but if you're watching me, you can see what I'm holding up and I have a Q link on now, but I've always got one on. And so as I started being more, uh, present on Instagram, more and more people keep going, Joseph, what's that on your neck? Joseph, what's that on your neck? And so I made a short video of what it was. And um, I'm going to share with you a little bit about what it is. First off, let me talk to you about what EMF is. Electromagnetic frequencies are this. First off, everything on this planet is held together and functions through electricity. Everything. Even when you go down to the smallest forms of atoms and, and neutrons and quarks and all of those things, they're electromagnetic energy. You know, the atoms are bouncing off with each other with frequency. And that electromagnetic energy... Is everywhere. Certain types of it weakens us. Everything about us our immune system, our thought process, our mental clarity, our muscle strength, everything about us. Certain frequencies, and when I say frequencies, I mean how frequent that pulse of electricity or electromagnetic energy goes through your body. When you hear frequencies like sound frequencies, it means how many repetitions or how often that particular tone passes your ears or through your body. Now, electromagnetic energy is everywhere. And as a matter of fact, by the way, that's what keeps you on the planet. Gravity is electromagnetic energy, magnetic energy. We have an electro and it produces a field. There's an electromagnetic field around the globe and if you, you know, don't take my word for it, go on YouTube and look up the electromagnetic field the way it flows and everything, the North and South Pole, there's so much to it. But how electricity is produced or how this electromagnetic field is produced is at the center of the earth, there's a, there's a spinning ball of iron. If you know anything about producing electricity, creating electricity, all you got to do is spin iron. And as you spin it, it starts to put off an electromagnetic field. Now, if you have a gasoline car... In that car, you have a what's called an alternator or a generator, and all that thing is is it's a it's a motor basically that is turned by the belt that's attached to the engine. And when it's turned, it's a big you know let's just say a finely crafted piece of iron spinning inside this wire wrapping and when it does, it makes electricity and that's what charges your car and makes your, char- your, your car run uh, the spark plugs and all of those things. Why am I telling you all that stuff? It's because it's all around us all the time. And that electromagnetic energy called gravity, that's good for you actually, it keeps you here. But when we elevate those, when we do things that make it stronger, there's no telling what it can do. There is some telling what it does, it makes you, sh- makes you weaker as I said before, but there's no telling what the long-term effects are There's no telling what it can do. And by the way, when when I was in Aspen with Herbie, Herbie said to me, let me show you. Let me prove it to you. And what he did was he goes, now, by the way, this was back in the olden days, like I said, 94, and cell phones were just brand new, baby, 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 brand new. They were flip phones in those days. And so he goes, here's what I want you to do. He says, and, and he does muscle testing. Now, this is objective and this, you know, some people don't believe in it and that's okay, but I'm going to give you a way you can test it out on your own, by the way. And so what he did was he says, hold your arm out. And I held my arm out and he goes, now t- try and resist me pushing it down. I held my arm out straight and he tries to push my arm down and I could fight it back, but he could still push it down. Now he says, open up your phone. I open the phone up and he goes, "Put it up to your ear." I put it up to my ear, and there was no way he, with two fingers, he could he could push my arm down. I became weaker without this thing, and as soon as I put it on, uh, by the way, the first time I did it, I was without the necklace, and then it, when I put it on, I could hold the uh, hold the strength. That's just the way that it is, and it and it and it affects everything about you. So I made this video, and again, if you're looking at this September the 12th after 9 11. If you go back, if you go, you can go watch the the video that I made about this, proving this, you can go back and you can look at the video, uh, go on my Instagram, I am Joseph McClendon, and go back to that date, and I made a video of this. And what I did, well, first off, I'm going to share with you what you can do to prove this is this. Go find something to pick up, you know, some sort of weight, maybe 20, 30, 40 pounds. Then when you pick it up, you notice uh, that you have to strain to pick it up. Maybe something that's just right at the edge of your strength. You can barely pick it up without straining. But notice how hard it is to pick up and then put it down and then take your phone and turn your phone on. You don't have to call anybody. Just make sure that the screen is on and put it up to your head and then try to pick that weight up. And what you will notice is that it's extremely hard to pick it up. It's much harder. And that is because the EMF that's coming off of your phone is weakening you. Now, this is just your physical weakness, but it's also weakening your immune system. And, and by the way, don't take my word for it. Go on YouTube. You can look up the effects of EMF and they, there's all kinds of uh, of experiments and all kinds of microscopic things that they show what happens to the blood, you know, I, I, what happens to the muscles uh, when we're bombarded with an EMF. Now, here's the deal. This EMF is constantly going on. And most of us, even right now, whatever you're listening to me on right now is putting off EMF. It is. If you're listening on my phone, on, on your phone, <laughs> writing's on the wall. If you're listening to me with your laptop, whatever, everything is putting off EMF. Even the lights, there's neon lights, they're putting off EMF. Your computers, like I said, your cell phones, everything is putting it off constantly. We're being bombarded by it. And so in the video, here's what I did, was I took the phone. First off, I had my son hold up his phone and I called it with another cell phone. And it was, a, I think it was like a 2 or a 3G cell phone that I called him on. It was a weak cell phone. And I called him. And of course, you could hear, and you go by, by and look at the video, you can hear his phone ringing. And then I hung up and I said, put the phone in the refrigerator. So he walks over and puts the phone in the refrigerator. Close to the refrigerator and we got one of these big uh, industrial strength refrigerator. So when you close the door, it actually sucks it shut. There's a vacuum inside there. And so he closes it. And then I call him again. And you can hear, it's faint, but you can hear his phone ringing inside the refrigerator. And then he opens the door and you can hear it loud and clear. Why am I telling you this? My refrigerator has a, a wood veneer on the outside, but it's stainless steel pretty heavy gauge stainless steel and in plastic and it's in a vacuum. And with my weak-ass phone, it gives off enough EMF that his phone detects it and picks it up and it rings. You can do the same by putting it in your microwave. And the reason I'm saying that is if it's strong enough to to penetrate the stainless steel, if it's strong enough to penetrate the plastic and in a vacuum, guess what it's doing to your head? Guess what it's doing to your head? It's pumping that stuff inside your brain. Now, if you've ever found yourself having brain fog, found yourself feeling fatigued, then guess what? It might be possible that EMF is affecting you. I say that it is. And proof of that, for me anyway, is there have been times... When I have maybe forgotten to wear my Q-Link or I didn't have it on, and it's and I stay up pretty late most of the nights, but I feel myself getting stupid. I feel myself not being as clear, as clear-minded. My memory is not as well. Now, I'm not saying that this is the cause and, and the, the uh, cure for everything, but I am saying that it is noticeable. All the way back in 94, when I was telling you it was noticeable. Now, I was in a weakened state, obviously, but it was noticeable. You'd never know how good you feel until you don't feel good at all. And when you take that and when you feel good and you take it away, you notice it. So I always notice it. So I'm sharing this with you uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one is you need to get yourself one of these things because, and again, whenever you're listening to this, 5G is on the way. And I'm no scientist and I'm no conspiracy theorist, but I do know this. That 5G is not just <laughs> 1G more. It's a multiple. It's like, it's like the Richter scale. You know, I, I don't, don't quote me on this, but it's like 5, 10 times stronger than, uh, than 4G. And so that stuff is all around us. It's not just the phone that you have in your hand. It's around us all the time. And it's bombarding us. And so obviously, you know, a little investment in something like this, and they've got all kinds of other things as well, things that you can plug into your computer and things like that. And ways that you can measure EMF that's uh, around you in your life. And so what I did, and the reason I started this off by saying this is a little bit time sensitive, is uh, I called the company and I said, well, listen, you know, I want to make this available to some friends of mine. What kind of deal can you give me? And so what they've done, and they did it one other time before, which is why I'm repeating this, and I just called them back because a lot of new people were asking me about this again, is they're about $100 a piece, which is a small price to pay for the for the good that they do. And literally, I had the same one for about 25 years, 24 years. And I just started getting new ones when I got connected back up with them because I started, you know, people started asking me about it. And now they got all kinds of colors and different styles and things like that. But But now if you do it, and we'll provide a link wherever you are getting this podcast from. Or you can go to my Instagram. I hope you will anyway. I am Joseph McClendon. And you click on the link below my profile and you'll see it. Q link right there. And because what they're going to do, what they're doing now is it's buy one, get one free. They call it BOGO. Buy one, get one for free. And so you'll put your order in, get another one. And when you go to check out, it'll only charge you for one. Now, again, I don't know how long that's going to last. And by the way, I had another podcast that I was going to do that was supposed to go in this place. And this one, um, I put this one in the queue, uh, just because it's still going. I thought I wanted to share it with you as well, uh, so that you could get that. And remember, they don't, they're not one of my sponsors. I guess I am endorsing them, but them, not me. The company is phenomenal. Go on there. You can do some, you know, reading research. You don't have to take my word out for it. Go on, uh, YouTube and take a look at it and just recognize that it, it does make sense to protect yourself. It does make sense to do something because this electromagnetic uh, frequency thing, it ain't going away. As a matter of fact, it's going to get more and more. It's going to be, uh, you know, at some point, you know, I hope I'm not putting my foot in my mouth. At some point, there's going to be a 10G. At some point, there's going to be something even more. Since then, I've done a lot of research and I've got a couple of other things in my home here that uh, produce the, the great EMF the stuff that's good for you. But at the very least, this will protect you, you and your family. It'll give you more clarity. You know, I've had, and and, uh, certainly I'm not going to say this cures anything. However, I am going to say, even now, people getting this and putting it on, their sleep is better. They got more mental clarity. Their creativity is more and a lot of other aspects and a lot of other benefits to it as well. So do yourself a favor, either click on the link here that's provided here. And if you do, Obviously, for as long as this lasts, I get one for yourself. <laughs> I, I, that's like a commercial now. And they make great, great gifts for your family as well. Everybody in my family has one as well. I encourage you to do it. I encourage you to get, uh, you know, if you don't use this one, find another one uh, and do the research if you're that kind of person and uh, find out what works for you. Step up and make it happen. And always, always, always remember that life is exactly what you dare to make it. And fortune favors the bold. Get yourself a Q link, protect yourself and dare to make your life magnificent. I'm out. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Cure for the Common Life podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions or comments or any topic ideas you might want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at josephmcclendon.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you at the top.